Welcome back to me, starring Em and Ethan. I'm Em. And I'm Ethan. Today is December 4th, 2019, and we're sitting in the famous Grand Palais where the famous Chanel shows are held. This episode's discussion is, is Gabrielle Chanel really a hero or a villain? I think she's a villain. I think she's a hero, and I'm always right, so... Anyways, if you don't know who Gabrielle Chanel is, use a little rundown. Her father was 27-year-old Albert Chanel, and her mother was 19-year-old Gian DeVoe. She had two brothers, Alphonse and Lucien, and two sisters, Julie and Antoinette. She was born on August 19, 1883, in Samoa, France. Jeanne Chanel's life of poverty, pregnancy, and travel led to her death in February 1895. At the age of 32, Gabrielle was only 11. After her father left, Julie, Gabrielle, and Antoinette lived in an orphanage called Abazin. Alphonse and Lucien worked as slave farmers. Abazin provided education. Six days a week of reading, writing, geography, and history. Gabrielle visited her grandparents with her sisters on the weekends. Louise, her aunt, taught her how to sew with flair and imagination. Gabrielle earned the name Coco after singing Qui Quavu Coco in the cafe. Gabrielle Chanel met Etienne Balsan and moved in with him at the age of 22, even though he was living with Emilienne de Alicon, his girlfriend. When she was 25, she asked Etienne Balsan for help in creating a hat shop, and she was well known for her hats at the time. And then, Chanel was born. So that brings us where we need to be. Um, why do you think Chanel is a hero? Gabrielle Chanel opened Rue Cambon with the help of Boy Capel in 1910. It was called Chanel Modes, and it started a new trend of simple, elegant fashion. She began making money selling hats and made lots of money selling to Basson's former girlfriends who would tell their friends. Soon she was able to fund for herself. Gabrielle opened a shop in Dialville and began modernizing women's sportswear in 1913. During World War I, she kept her shop open to the wealthy Parisian woman escaping from the war and who needed clothing. She opened Couture House in Biarritz in 1915 and the iconic 31 Rue Cambon in 1918. Years later, Chanel turned to Ernest Beau to create a perfume called Chanel No. 5. In 1924, Chanel began designing outfits for the ballet. Even to this day, Chanel keeps the art of ballet known in their brand as they help style shows. Gabrielle died on 19 January 10, 1971, but she left a legacy in changing high fashion and making a name for herself. Ethan, why do you think Chanel is a villain? Well, where do I start? Her models worked long hours of standing while Gabrielle meticulously fitted dresses onto them. They were underpaid, making only $100 a month, while the dresses sold for over $7,000. Gabrielle refused to raise their salaries. Now let's start with the Nazi ties. She was born into poverty and sent off to an orphanage at the age of 12. She overcame her shortcomings to debut her women's wear by World War I. Her prominent standing helped regain control over her life, especially since Hitler was soon to come. Chanel became cozy with Baron's Hans Guther von Dinklage, an officer in the Abwehr German military intelligence program. The relationship between Chanel and Dinklage also enabled her to deal with important personal issues. Her need to see their nephew, Andre Palasa, who was imprisoned in a German Stalag in 1940, was released was the most pressing. Dinklage introduced Chanel to Baron Louis de Wafferland, who was an Abwehr agent that supposedly helped her free her nephew in exchange for her service. Sometime during 1941, Chanel was registered as Agent F-7121. With the task of obtaining political information from Madrid colleagues, Chanel traveled with Wafferland to the Spanish city for a few months under the guise of business transactions.
Okay, but I think she's a hero because she revolutionized women's wear in high fashion. But she was tied with the Nazis. Or was she? So in summary, today we talked about the life of Gabrielle Chanel and whether or not she was a hero or a villain. I believe she's a hero because she created a new form of sportswear and helped the ballet receive costumes because she truly cared. I believe she was a villain because she overworked her models, underpaid them, and was a spy for the Nazis. Anyways, next time on me, is it worse to have hands for feet or feet for hands?